Let's go to Tim May, Columbus Dispatch. Uh, this story, Timmy, takes a different turn, it seems, about every 48 hours. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm not no longer with the Columbus Dispatch. I've been I've been retired from them for five years, but uh, that's a that's another story. I'm with LettermanRoad.com uh, and On3.com. Well, it was their mistake because you're good. You remember you remember our conversation way back from several weeks ago, which uh, I kept kept saying, you know, Petiti needed to uh, canvas the uh, athletic directors and the coaches, but mainly the athletic directors. You know, what what is the what's the right penalty here, and uh, and then also that. The first thing Michigan should have done, like you, you and I were talking about, was should have somebody from higher up should have walked into the football office and said, "All right, is there anything to this, whatever?" and asked poignant, pointed questions and got to the bottom of it immediately. And at that point, you know the uh, the Michigan bluster, the Michigan uh, defense fund was in full force, and uh, they were trying to point the finger at everybody but themselves, and and that's why they're in the position they're in right now. It's pretty. It's pretty sad in a way because this is almost the opposite way. Uh, you're going to do a you're going to do a book on this later. It's almost the opposite way to handle a crisis situation. And by crisis, I mean, you know, it's it's just embarrassing. There, what what what's your football program? And you know, you know, I've covered many many things down here at Ohio State that are that have embarrassed the football program. Your football program is basically a big advertising tool for your university on top on well, uh, more than anything else. And now uh, Michigan looks extremely foolish. And, uh, you know, I tell you what, the part, you know, we were talking about it three weeks ago, huge. The part that I couldn't handle was them, you know, throwing the pointing the finger at Ryan Day and Ryan Day's brother and things like this. Like uh, there was some kind of whatever was going on. Heck, the more you find out about this thing, most of the info might have come from inside the hallowed halls of uh, Michigan. So we'll see where it steers. But this is by no means the end of this thing. <laughs> I think anybody knows that at this point. The Big Ten was was really relying. The Big Ten was relying on the NCAA investigation uh, for its information, and that NCAA investigation will will continue. So uh, this is just today was clarified. Yesterday was clarification that Jim Harbaugh will indeed not appear in front of Judge Judy and serve out uh, his three-game suspension. And then, of course, today, the, the bombshell of Chris Parcher's being fired. Uh, wow. Where does it go from here is more of the question than is it over. <laughs> well, and that, and I was and I'm not laughing. Right, that no. was not a laugh. That was more yeah. of a, you know, an aside like, boy, you know, if you think it's over yet, you, you, you're not paying attention. No, that's what I said to start the show today, that in the course of literally – 48 hours, because it looked like Michigan was lined up. There was legal experts saying they had a case based on what had been presented by the Big Ten. But this new link to Chris Partridge, possibly to Connor Stallions, and who knows who else inside there, where either staff personnel or even team members uh, were interviewed by the NCAA Mm -hmm. in a deposition-style scenario there had to be someone who corroborated Partridge connected to something nefarious for Michigan to fire him, not suspend and do an investigation, but to flat out fire the Michigan linebackers coach that quick. Yeah. And here's the thing, you know, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with NCAA and investigative rules. If in fact, that's the correct way of saying that. Uh, when you, when you, when you sign a letter of intent or you, you know, a contract, uh, 
with a, with a school that's in the NCAA, you're compelled to answer when the, if the NCAA has questions to ask. You're compelled to answer the questions. You're compelled to produce, uh, you know, bank records, everything else, or you uh, don't get to participate, you know, until you do or until uh, some other way the investigation is satisfied. So, you know, if you're if you're part of a club, you have to adhere by the club's rules. And, you know, you always – I was talking on a bunch of radio stations last week, uh, or excuse me, earlier this week, how I didn't think this – this idea of going in front of uh, in front of your in front of a judge uh, and arguing your point, uh, this uh, which would have been today, uh, I didn't think that was going to fly for for Michigan because a judge in their own backyard had already ruled, hey, let's put this off until next Friday instead of immediately giving uh, Jim Harbaugh, you know, a TRO where he could have coached last week at Penn State. I thought that was a harbinger. Uh, in in the in the sense of that wasn't going to work, and uh, then when you get in front of a um, any kind of jurisprudence as opposed to the NCAA, you're compelled obviously to tell the truth, and it needs to match up with uh, other evidence of truth. So, you know, wow. I mean, this all I like to say is wow, but uh, I was trying to. That's why I was trying to tell everybody, uh, you know, three four weeks ago, this wasn't about sign stealing. This was about an operation to uh, break an NCAA rule or rules, and that's what it was always going to come back to, whether you did or did not. And, uh, the you know, as you know, uh, last week uh, in their letter, um, their, anyway, in Tony Petiti's letter announcing the, the uh, suspension was the fact that uh, they had enough evidence already that could be proven by the NCAA that, in fact, rules had been broken, a rule had been broken. So... I didn't know what you were going to get out of going in front of a judge because, you know, you're suspended by your organization, not by uh, United States of America. <laughs> and, it, and it's obvious, and to me, from Columbus Buckeye Big Ten Insider joining us uh, on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, when the, the minute they did the about face and agreed to the three-game suspension, they didn't want to step into that courtroom and have the Big Ten, which has access to any evidence they want, under that right. sportsmanship bylaw where they would have unveiled what Partridge had done or who he talked to, and that would have just been an, a PR bomb in that courtroom. Yeah, who knows, what they would have, who knows what they would have unveiled there, but clearly, as I tweeted uh, yesterday, uh, smarter, cooler heads prevailed at Michigan, and in essence, uh, and accept your punishment, you know, uh, as meted out. But, you know, also, uh, you know, as the release from the Big Ten indicated, you know, this this uh, investigation by the NCAA goes on. So, you know, that's where we are at the moment. Pretty pretty interesting moment. It is. Uh, it's uh, If you think about it, as I began my show with my opening huge opinion today, Tim, that you are – you have your head coach, second-ranked team in the country, two-time defending Big Ten champion. You have him suspended for now officially half of the season. Regular season. Uh, yep. Connor Stallions, $55,000 year analyst, whatever you want to call him, but on Harbaugh's payroll or the staff, yep. the Michigan payroll. Uh, yep. He's been, he resigned, wasn't fired, which is kind of crazy that he was suspended with pay, but Partridge has just shown the door immediately, which I think is a sign that 
behind closed doors, Santa Ono and Ward Manuel are furious. Okay. Well, it may be that, but also remember this. The point I pointed out to you earlier: if you're no longer uh, a an employee of the of the university of the athletic program of the football program, you're no longer compelled to answer any questions from the NCAA about anything. You are if you're still an employee. So keep and, that in and, mind. And he didn't. He refused. I think, if I remember initially, that's why there was a talk of firing, and he just resigned and whatever. I'm sure he had. Uh, legal right. counsel as well. So I, I this is the first time during this story, uh, outside of maybe last Friday when they got news late of uh, the Big Ten and the three-game suspension, where it affected Michigan, I think, a little bit early last week. They weren't playing a juggernaut offense. Maybe James Franklin is the worst offensive head coach I've ever seen, uh, and they got through it. But now you get another Friday where you thought this was going to be the hearing and Harbaugh is going to be cleared and he'll be back coaching. That was the pie in the sky mindset by a lot of people, including me in this state. So now he is suspended the next two. You add on the Partridge story, which could involve players, former player. Again, I don't, we don't know who was on that NCAA deposition like interview list. Now I, I have this sense from doing a show for over 32 years. Will it affect? I, I just don't know. Will it affect Michigan on the field now? Yeah, the, who knows? I mean, that's, right. that, that is, that's the $64,000 question or $2.8 or billion dollar question, whatever, whatever kind of math you want to use. By the way, uh, you know, what they were seeking wasn't something that would necessarily clear Jim Harbaugh, it would allow him to coach while the investigation. Right, the NCAA investigation, yeah. even the Big yeah. Ten settling. It's this. This right. wasn't going to end today, but at right. least it, it would be ninety days to respond, and you get into, you know, uh, you know, probably March of next year, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe that quick. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, here's Good the point. thing. Here's the thing. NCAA can move at almost any kind of speed it wants to. Uh, the Big Ten is quite, uh, I'm sure, quite appreciative that it jumped in there when it did and then afforded the the Big Ten a look at some of the evidence they had collected and could prove. That's what well, that's what was in Tony Petiti's uh, statement last Friday, that, that, that they could prove. And uh, so it kind of put the shoe on the other foot. And that's the difference between this Friday and last Friday. And now, uh, like you just said, one guy resigned, another guy's been fired, uh, from that staff, because I mean, Connor Stallions was on the staff. He was a, a quote low level assistant in quote or whatever you want to call him, but he was on the staff. He was getting paid by Michigan. Now, you know, the question is who was funding it. You know, that's a that's another that's another part of the investigation. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, the Ohio State side of this, uh, just from a pure football standpoint, again, we don't know mentally uh, how this would affect Michigan. They should take care of business, but Maryland uh, does post every once in a while, and they'll have a game where you're like, oh, they're a pretty good team. I'm yeah, not yeah sh- ask Ohio State right. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they will. They always, With Loxley especially, they just will have a game where you're like, all right, how's, how's this team winning for the first time uh, in a month? That comes down to coaching. Uh, but this matchup, if we had Michigan-Ohio State tomorrow instead of a week from today, Away from off the field drama, just line up football team versus football team in Ann Arbor, November twenty fifth at the Big House. Who has the advantage? 
we're a week removed from Jim Harbaugh being in Penn State and not being able to coach. That was a major emote. You could tell, uh, by the way, Sharon Moore uh, reacted after the game and others. That was a major galvanizing moment for a football team uh, based on one of their own being penalized. That has come and gone, in my opinion. That doesn't change anything huge about the way I think about this whole, this Michigan football team. I think it's a tremendous football team. So I, I'm not sure. I, I would think the rational, rational, uh, clear-thinking Michigan fan right now and alum is going, what in the hell is going on? They're not flailing away like some were a week ago or the last several weeks pointing at everybody but themselves, pointing the finger at everybody but themselves, they, they, in some respects, they have to be embarrassed. They have to be embarrassed if they are, if they believe in their university and their, and their, their coach and their football team, they have to be embarrassed by what happened, by what has happened and what might happen. So I don't know what that does for a uh, football player's psyche, um, I remember, though, I remember Ohio State back in 2010. It was revealed, you know, before Christmas uh, what had happened there with the tattoo parlor and guys, uh, you know, basically trading their, their gold pants and whatever because, you know, gold pants have become basically a trinket. They had so many of them back then, huge, <laughs> for beating Michigan many years in a row. But, uh, but I remember, you know, obviously the NCAA made a ruling that those players could play Against Arkansas in the uh, in the Sugar Bowl, and Ohio State went down and went down there and had a great victory over Arkansas in the Sugar Bowl. So you never know what this kind of stuff, from a distraction standpoint, is going to do, either in a positive or negative way, in my opinion. But that doesn't take away from the fact that Ohio State and Michigan are two of the top four or five programs, football teams, excuse me, football teams in the country as we speak. Tim May, Buckeye Insider, he knows the Big Ten from Columbus, was a legendary writer for the Columbus Dispatch, kind of like the Woody Hayes uh, (laughs) back in the day. Uh, Good man. Uh, You know, Ryan Day, how much pressure is on Day? If he loses to a Michigan team that's coached by Sharon Moore and not Harbaugh and the third straight loss to the Big Ten away, because now it's kind of like, okay, Quantifying cheating, whatever this is, it's still a long ways away from the investigation being finalized. It's the football game, the game, a week from tomorrow. And if it's not Harbaugh and Sharon Moore beats Ryan Day, what type of pressure does that bring his way in Columbus? Well, see, it's not. He's not. Right, Jim Harbaugh is there up until like what three hours before kickoff. I mean, he's going to be with the team. I mean, just like last week. Right, right. He's going to Maryland. He's with the team up until he he doesn't get on the bus with the team. That's it. Right. I mean, so see that that to me is the part of is the joke part of the penalty he got from the Big Ten. I thought the Big Ten went easy on him in that regard because it should be three weeks suspension, three not three six hour game days. I mean, that's the part that's uh, because but you know. By uh, Saturday morning, you've done 90%. Shoot, a head coach has done about 99% of what he's going to get the team get ready for. There are decisions to be made in a game, punt or not punt. Hey, pass or not pass. (laughs) That was pretty interesting last week. That was talk about a sign of strength. Uh, 
But other than that, and, you know, whether you take the ball or start for the second half or whether you call a timeout, you know, timeouts, we've seen the coaches, big-time veteran coaches, screw up decisions about going for two and everything else this year, you know, or taking a knee. So that mistake can be made by the best of coaches. But, you know, this idea that you know, that it's going to be Ryan Day against no Harbaugh, they don't play. And number two, Harbaugh will be involved in everything up to three hours before that game, maybe two hours before that game. So I think that's not uh, a proper analogy. You know, I mean, I remember when Ryan Day missed the uh, trip to uh, Michigan State back in 20, 2020 during COVID because he had COVID, you know, and Larry Johnson stepped up there and they, they had a convincing victory with about with about uh, uh, with most of their offensive line missing because of COVID and a lot of other things, challenges, and they stepped up and won that game. So, you know, it's uh, there have been games without head coaches on the sidelines, that's for sure, and uh, uh, I'm not sure how much of a difference that makes unless you haven't prepared your staff properly, and I'm sure they're going to be prepared properly, and I thought they did a hell of a job last week, and uh, we'll see where it goes, but this is not, this is not Day versus Harbaugh, this is Ohio State versus Michigan. That's the name of his new book, uh, Tim May, <laughs> Thoughts from the Stands. Uh, my man, thank you so much. This story has wore me out because I, hey, Hugh, I've been Hugh, all over the place on it. What? You remember when you were screaming at me, though, three or four weeks ago? And I was just, all I was trying to say was, I was you got screaming. Yeah. Well, you screaming. know, you were, oh, your voice was up. Let's put it down. Yeah, I'm not going to get into semantics on that. But the point I kept making was, you got it, you know. Tony Petit, it was not going to be Tony Petiti versus Harbaugh. It was going to be the Big Ten versus the Michigan football program and what, what the hell is going on. And it always turned out to be that way. And, man, I've never tell you what I've been, like you said, I've been around, I think, longer than you have, maybe. And, yeah, you uh, are. You've been I, around. You were there. You what? actually were there. Uh, you covered Woody Hayes back in high school. Well, no, but I did get to talk to Woody Hayes many, many times. I moved up here in 76 from Texas. I'd already been a, a sports editor by then of a local local paper, Lufkin News, in Texas when I was 22, 19 to 22. But I digress. Bottom line was, uh, uh, this was never going. To, this was this was about somebody breaking somebody at Michigan or several at Michigan breaking an NCAA rule. It was not about stealing stealing signs. And then when you then when not you then when people go and try to try to uh, deflect and everything else, that's what makes people mad. Is when you don't step in front of the mirror and go, boy, made a mistake here, got to own up to it. You know what I mean? That's I know what you mean, you Billy. To, that's why you get to a point to where you are today. Uh, Michigan gets to a point where it is today. They should have stepped up several weeks ago. I, as I said, even on your show back then, take your punishment, take your medicine, you know, self, self, uh, you know, self-suspend like, uh, like Michigan did at the beginning of the year. Like uh, Ohio State did with with uh, Urban Meyer way back in 2018, although it wasn't an NCAA thing, but self suspend and move on. But no, nah, you know Michigan couldn't do that for some reason. Michigan couldn't do that, and now it sits where it sits. Tim May, uh, my man, appreciate the opinions from afar in Columbus, Ohio. We'll talk to you soon. Huge, you know, it's always a pleasure. You know that man. Hey, hey, hey. you know what, man? We've both been on both sides of these stories yeah, that's and. Right. Uh, you just right. you know you, you're chasing it, and it 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 just is there. Then you think, okay, it's going this way, back this way. It, it, this is the most insane story right. I've but ever been a part here's, of. Here's the thing, man. When when stuff is happening around Ohio State, us reporters who cover Ohio State, we've we've always pretty much just looked at what what you know as far as Ohio State was concerned. 
we didn't really turn around and start pointing fingers and you know in essence in from in Michigan's case and you know a lot of the, a lot of things that came from the Michigan camp I'm not the Michigan camp involved a lot more than the football program we're like trying to incriminate others for for this being uncovered in the first place that was not the way to go about business so uh that's basically the point I was making a long time ago Timmy I got to catch a break thank you so much you my man it. okay See, all right, all right man. yeah there he is Tim May